You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers everyone and welcome to super mega crash brothers turbo i'm your host stephen white and with me is todd stark hello hello and i would normally say john taylor is with us but he is not john is away he got married today yeah sucker so congratulations john if you're listening hopefully you are because we need you here but you know we'll, we'll manage you know it's funny last week we had four hosts and <laughs> today we're down to two we i wish we could have split it up it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's uh, the, the eclipse weekend. It's all right. Weird things happen. I'm looking forward to the eclipse. Are you excited about the eclipse? I mean, it just I, because it's something that we've never seen. The news has got me scared. <sighs> don't, don't worry about the news. I mean, like, I thought it was just don't look at the sun. Uh-huh. And that was the only rule. You don't do that now, you know? Exactly. Who looks about at the sun? Earlier. That's stupid. You don't look at the sun. And you just look at it when the moon covers the sun up, and your eyes will be fine, right? (laughs) That's right. Handing out, you know, blacked out 3D glasses (laughs) from the 80s, and that's when they put them in a recycling bin. Mm -hmm. They make them for the eclipse the next time. You know, you know what we missed out on though? We should have gotten in on all of this uh, eclipse merchandise and selling. You know, where we could just sell whatever eclipse T-shirts, glasses. Yeah, we should have called this an eclipse podcast. We could have. And we could have charged everybody. This is a special Eclipse podcast. going to cost you a buck on Podbean. You're going to have to pay for it. We, would, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. We wouldn't be. But it's okay. Maybe one day we'll get a sponsor and, you know, we'll make yeah. a little money off of this. But, like, nice. the whole thing, they, the news channels, mm-hmm. what I was saying earlier, they are making this out like some kind of horror movie. If you look at the sun, it's going to... Like, I'm scared my eyeballs will melt. Because I think they have to clarify to all the idiots in the world hey you don't look at the sun we understand you want to see the eclipse but still don't look at the sun that's every day every day but people seem to forget that because we normally don't I'm do second that. guessing myself but we, don't don't second guess yourself don't, don't be what. one of those people just just remember hey common sense don't look at the sun i think it's i think it's pretty I clear I, yeah it is so clear, but like I said, Channel 4, if Bill Hall <laughs> was doing this shit, I would believe it. My eyeballs would catch on fire because he'd be like, and the Sunshine Award for the day is <laughs> Miss Betty Jean Taylor. She Betty Jean's in Memphis, Tennessee. And then and this up next, your eyes will catch on fire if you look at the eclipse. Up next, the Snowbird Report. That's and right. then <laughs> it's June, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special... Uh, Sun, summer edition mm-hmm. yeah it's rain bird it's it he's gonna talk about the eclipse that's right all right well are you, what are you what, what have you played this week anything new you go first i'm still playing the witcher i'm still through I, i'm i'm such a completionist with this game that i am now in skellige and there's all this stuff that. to find i never made it to the i'm first gonna time. do it i'm gonna do it i'm at level 22 so i'm up there i'm at level 
two. On two. You'll get there. But the the reason is because I'm I'm definitely going back to Witcher this time mm-hmm. immediately. The first time I just did not care one bit, and I got further the first time than I am now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know for some reason I'm enjoying it more this time around. Yeah. But I have been playing Hellblade, and mm-hmm. I would put that as my number two game of the year. Like. Nice. For a lot Behind of good Horizon, and I would put it. Well, I guess if you're going game of the year, the two game of the years this year is going to definitely be Horizon or Zelda. Mm-hmm. If, if it's something else, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're <laughs> you're dumb. But uh, I would put this at number three. But my second fate, my second favorite game of the year. Okay, that's good, and it's incredible. I think. But the year ain't over yet, buddy. Yeah, I know. You know, Lost <laughs> Legacy's getting ready to come out. Part mm-hmm. of un- that comes out next week. Mm-hmm. It'd be Tuesday. To be tomorrow when you hear this. Yeah. Um, but I've been hearing kind of, I don't want to say mediocre. They're good reviews, but they're just saying you know you've been down this road before. So, and that's fa- and that's fine. Is this Lost Legacy. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know. You know man. Seven like, eights. You know. Yeah, that's fine. But I feel like what I've seen things. I think when you play it, you will go. This feels, it feels different. It feels, it's mm-hmm. uncharted, but there's a different feel and a different way you play this game. I think. Fair enough. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mm-hmm. have to wait and see. I'm, I am looking forward to it, yeah. regardless, because Uncharted is fantastic. But I would still, I don't know, I don't know. Hellblade possibly edges that out for this year to me. I haven't even played the other one. Mm-hmm. This one, I've never played a game where I felt crazy, like, or I understand, like. Uh, I guess her problem, yeah, more than uh, this this game. And see, when you talk about that, it reminds me of Eternal Darkness from the N sixty four days. But I don't think they went as deep as you're talking, because no. what I mean, what you're talking about is like some serious mental like psychosis, yes, or something. Like, like you're really yeah. getting deep into it. All that did was really mess with your head right. as you're playing it. Right. So that's not the same. It's a different part of your brain. Like this, exactly. I don't know because the voices that were in her head, like. At one point, they're building her up, and the next point, they're tearing her down. And you gotta, like, after she does something, you know, just she, you know, gets past something in the game, they tear her down. Mm-hmm. But they're happy, you know, because when they die, I mean, when she dies, they die. Right. They, you don't realize, you know, I guess that when you're playing it, because you don't ever think about having voices in your head. You're yeah. not used to that. But it it's, makes you feel how, I feel how she felt, I feel like. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was, Really I'm, I'm anxious to play it. I'd like to try it out. Just from what I've heard of you talking about it and what I've seen, it does sound very interesting. Something unique. Oh, and I'm going to show it to you later. Okay. okay. I'm show you my thing. Well, before we get there, <laughs> how about we got, get through the news? How about that? All right. The first thing I, I listed on our news, um, and I, it's something I, I'd actually forgotten about, but when I spotted it, I thought, well, let me go. Let me go and look back into it. And that was a uh, My Nintendo Rewards program. Have you looked into that? I know you're, you've not been big into Nintendo. No, but I, is this the thing that's comparable to PS Plus? I believe it is. And if this is what their idea of what <laughs> PlayStation Plus or Xbox Games with Gold is, it's not going to work. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. I have I have an idea what it is. I have no clue what you're fixing to tell me. I okay. have not seen any of this, but. Does it deal with you getting a free game? No. <laughs> this is is it a monthly service? No. This is this is not that monthly service we had heard rumors about. Okay. But All this right. is like a, a loyalty program, I guess. Okay. 
So, like the Power Up Club or something they used to have. So, what essentially it is, is you sign up, you set up your My Nintendo account, and I assume through, whether it be mobile games, like they have uh, Super Mario Run, uh, me, what is it, uh, Mitomo? I don't know. It's it's some sort of me game right. for your phone where you get to dress up and take pictures of your me. <laughs> that yeah. sounds dirty. And then there's, uh, I think there was a a Fire Emblem game. There may be other games that you can get, you know, sign up with your My Nintendo account. I don't know what they are. I'm just naming a few that I know. But you earn achievements through that, which earn you coins, which go to your My Nintendo account. And the more coins you earn, then you get to buy stuff through this My Nintendo Rewards program. Here's what's coming out, I guess, this week, Mm -hmm. give or take, whenever... I didn't quite catch a date. Uh, they've added a Smash Controller app for the 3DS, which essentially is an app that allows you to use your 3DS as a controller on your Wii U to play Super Smash Brothers. Okay. Okay. And that costs you... On Switch? Yeah. Uh, no, in the Wii U. Oh. Because it's, it's not on Screw the all this. You lost me right there. <laughs> this is trash. But the, I know. Um, but it costs you 10 gold coins or points... They call them points, but they're coins. I don't know. Uh, you could also spend 30 gold points for a 30% discount on Tank Troopers. Don't know that game. <laughs> don't <laughs> care. You can get 30% of a discount. and then That needs to be free. 50 Platinum points will get you a wallpaper for the game. I'm, I'm assuming Look. for your 3D, 3DS. Hang on. I'm not I, done. I'm I can compare done. this to something as soon as you get the... Also, you have Flip Wars... Don't know what that is. Uh, has a wallpaper <laughs> for also for 50 platinum points. Uh, another reward has been added, which is the Wonderful 101, which was a Wii U game that got a lot of yeah. critical praise. You can get it for 30% off in exchange for 70 gold points. Now, here's where I'm going to... You still got to pay money for all this. Exactly. Here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bash on Nintendo a little bit. They are afraid... To make discounts above 30%. 50% I've rarely seen. But they refuse. 30% seems to be like they're, hey, we're going to cut you a break and you can buy this game 30% off. Whatever it may be. This could be a game that is five years old and they refuse to drop the price on it. You will pay 30% of 60 bucks. Right. So you're paying 30 Right. Still, I just I don't understand why they're so afraid to cut Game cost, especially for older games. You see it all the time with Microsoft and Sony. They have these like great 60 deals. And 70% off. 70, 80%. You especially right if you're now. a Plus member or yeah. uh, an Xbox uh, Gold member, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they get we they always get these great discounts. Steam. You see fantastic deals on Steam. Nintendo, they're just. I'm sure there's a business reason for it, but I don't know what it is because it just sounds like greed to me because they, they sell you uh, so much. They are a totally different just type of company. That's why they're still around. Yeah. I mean, but, but you go from uh, Amiibos and all these accessories, they're always selling you something. Always. But yet they cannot cut you a break on cost for a game. Ever. They make more money on merchandising than they do anything else, I believe. I mean, I could be wrong. There could be a spreadsheet that says no, they make money here. I no, I would I would believe it. If if I'm I mean, if you're wrong, I'd love to know how that is. Well, I mean, 
they also kind of shoot yourself in the foot because they only sell limited numbers of half the mm-hmm. stuff. But what they sell... They sell out. Right. It's almost like as soon as it becomes profitable, cut the ties. But, but, but I mean, why not just sell it until it stops making profit, then just stop production? Be well, done I with mean, it. this way they don't lose any money. Uh, yeah, but... Just look at the... Uh, look at the freaking... What was those? Uh, Walt Disney? What was the thing they had? The Disney oh, Infinite? the Infinity. Infinity. Mm-hmm. Disney Infinity. Dude, they said they had warehouses full of the Incredible Hulk. Well, I mean, it wasn't... They're going to bury that shit out there with E.T. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I didn't get into that either. I don't I don't understand the point or the purpose of going out and buying a toy to play a yeah. video game. No, I, I mean, my little girl, Peyton, loved it. And, and, and you it know, cool. kids, kids get it. But Adults why can't you don't. sell digital versions of these you know, people? Exactly. That's what DLC is. Yeah. Just sell me those characters and I'll buy them all up and I'll yeah, play them. Buy them for three dollars and I can mm-hmm. do whatever I want to in the game. I mean, that's a, a, that's just how I don't know. The marketing is yeah. terrible. But they lost their ass on those, mm-hmm. and you would think that they would be profitable. So maybe that's what Nintendo does. Look, we're going to make this amount of them, and if we sell this amount, we make this much money, and we're not losing any money. Very true. So it's like I said that they're they pinch their pennies and that's why they're still here. Cause but the only problem with that Sega, is is know? that there are several people out there who want these genuinely want them and they get screwed because you get scalpers who get their hands on this stuff and they screw over those who genuinely want this yeah. for themselves to enjoy. Yeah. And, and that's on the stores and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a give and take. I kind of like and dislike. I understand yeah. that business. Well, I understand. If there was saying. so, if there was enough of them, it, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, on to the next story. Uh, let's talk about the uh, PlayStation 5.0 beta oh, yeah. that rolled out. I, I think pretty much they covered. I mean, we we pretty much talked about a lot of it last week. I think we we hit some of the marks. There were a few other tidbits uh, that they announced that I don't think we mentioned. Like uh, surround sound in your VR yeah. headsets. I didn't know that. That'll either. be awesome. That I think be. it will be anyway. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, I think. I think there's going to be so many more mm-hmm. when it finally comes out to yeah. everybody. And I think, um, I don't think there were really any other things that stood out. I know that there were tournament brackets. and The, the, the tournament the, brackets are on there now, I think. I think it's an improvement yeah, no, or an adjustment right to that. that. Um, shutting off. Uh, your notifications if you're watching TV or something like yeah. that so it doesn't bother you. You know, little things like that. It's, it's nice, you know, little adjustments. Nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. I know that there's still a lot of people upset that we're not getting PS1 Classics, but I'll still say, do you really <laughs> care? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, you I, are honestly, not going to give a damn about playing some of those games. Exactly. I mean, there's a very few people... That would now PS2. I understand more mm-hmm. more of those because that era was awesome. Yeah, but PS1 was okay. It had it had a few. It was games. cool then. Yeah, it was. There were a few good games that stood out. Yeah, but tell me a game that you just must have for the PlayStation One on your PS4 today. Just have I to have. Honestly, could not tell you. Madden '96. I don't know. I mean, I was a bad. I'm one. sure that you could probably. Say maybe some of the the Final Fantasy games, just hype Final Fantasy Seven, since that was like the big one that came out. But you have it on PS4 now, right? You have a refined HD version of it, so that's already gone. Yeah. It's taken care of. Yeah. So I think they're taking care of those games which you would want now 
so you don't have to worry about this PS1 classic. Now. Yes, you have that remastered. They're taking care of these things. I know they're getting the popular ones, you know, like yeah. the ones that they're not going to go get just something that it's like, you know, they're not going to make money on. So mm-hmm. they're going to go get what's going to make the money. I'll tell you one that I would love to see, though, but I know it'll never happen. It's like a slim shot in the dark. Is the X-Files game that was on the PlayStation. Dude, they are remaking that. Are they really? No. Well, see, don't, don't get my hopes up. Don't get my hopes up. No, that was a fun game. I played through it numerous times. I think it was like a four-disc game. Yeah. But it was just like a cinematic. You're you're playing an episode of The X-Files. It was really cool. I thought it was anyway. You and five other people probably bought it. I know. Gosh. But it, I thought it was fun. But you know what's crazy? Is how many, like, What was that game you mentioned earlier? Where it messed with your insanity. Oh, uh, Eternal Darkness. What? Which one was that on? That was on the N64. Oh, N64. Okay. Or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, it was on the GameCube. It was supposed to be on the N64 toward its uh, later years, and it right. got ported or got moved to the GameCube. Wow. How did I say the N64? Because you screwed up. I Everybody did. plays mess up. It's all right. Uh, the next little story I have, which this came out of nowhere. Maybe you had heard rumblings about this beforehand, but I didn't, and it just it took me off guard, but I'm excited about it, is uh, Planet of the Apes Last Frontier. Yeah, no. Did you see a trailer for it? Who's doing it? Uh, well, that's that's part of the interesting portion of this story is it's being produced by the Imaginarium Studios, which is the performance capture studio that does the stuff for the films. This this company was formed by Andy Serkis, the guy right. that plays Caesar. Yeah, and they're producing this uh, in a partnership with Fox Next Games. Okay, and. It's a, they've described it as a narrative adventure game of conquest, betrayal, and survival with multiple endings set between Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. All right. It promises to plunge the player into a rich cinematic experience where every decision impacts the fragile balance between peace and war. You know what they should have done? Just gave it the telltale. It, well, you know, it could have it could have easily kind of fell into that. And I'm kind of curious if it's not going to be like that. Because when you watch the trailer for it, it's maybe like a minute and a half, but it just seemed very cinematic. There wasn't in any gameplay right. that they were showing. And it didn't give you a clear sense of who you were going to play. Are you going right. to play as the humans or are you going to play as the apes? And I even wonder if you'll have an opportunity to play both. Right. Like that, maybe that'll be one yeah. of your stories. Do you want to be an ape or do you want to be a human? And side with that faction because oh, that would be open cool. up even more story options. I, what would you want to be? I'm not sure because I, I think your first inclination is you'd want to be an ape, but yeah. at the same time, you you would kind of want to see where you would be on the human side of it as well at right. some point. So I think having I that think option would be cool. God dang it, the replayability of that would be yeah, and, and you would want to play both sides. And even thinking about it right there, think of four endings separately. Right, and I'm sure there are more, but I'm just thinking, say if you wanted to play as a human or an ape, mm-hmm. then how are you going to play? Are you going to be a vicious dictator, or are you going to try to bring peace between the two? So you already have two options per the two choices you already have. So that's four endings right there, based on how you want to play. But again, I'm sure they have more than just those basic choices laid out. Right. So it's it sounds really cool. It looked cool. Uh, there was a comment from Andy Circus saying we are committed to exploring and expanding next generation storytelling and Planet of the Apes Last Frontier represents an exciting marriage of technology and creativity all set in the rich universe which I am very proud of. Uh, oh, hey, look at that. If I'd have read my notes. 
I'm leaving this in just for fun. All right, Howard Stern. It's all right. Uh, it says, Players will be given the opportunity to play both sides of the growing conflict, gaining a deep understanding of motivations, hopes, and fears of humans and apes alike. Uh, the destinies of each species species rest entirely on the players. And here we go. The words, man. <laughs> the destinies, the destinies of species rest entirely on the player as the game pushes towards an intense, fragile peace or a final bloody battle. See, that's exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. Well, you're going to have that. So see, We pretty much, I had no clue about it, but we pretty much talked it out. We did. We did. So see, there you go. Now you know. See, we know what we're talking about, guys. This is this is this is exactly what why we're here. This is why yeah. we're doing this podcast, and you're you're listening to it because you trust we, us. We to learn do. shit just by telling y'all shit. <laughs> and I do I do look over my notes, but sometimes I'm in a hurry. Today I was in a hurry, so forgive me. I was just I was putting stuff together in the last two hours to get this show together. So, pardonnez-moi. Don't, don't do that. I won't. I won't. That'll, that'll be the last time today. Re, like, if you can cut that out, like I'm not gonna I'm, make you just go. No, of, I, I don't think like I'm that. gonna cut anything out today. I think I'm just gonna let it ride. You know, people people want to hear the entire thing unedited, unfiltered. You're, that's what you're getting today. Unfiltered. So if a dog barks, you're gonna leave it in this. <laughs> See, there it goes. That's staying in. Yeah, and the dog really will bark. You keep doing. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next thing I had is a. Uh, there was a confirmation that Destiny 2 will be on PC, obviously, but uh-huh. it will not appear on Steam. It will be a uh, Battle.net exclusive only. Ooh. Like, is Battle.net like something that, like, is that Activision's it, thing or something? I'm, or, it's a PC gaming platform, yeah. I guess. Like but whose platform, though? Who I, made I, it? I, I'm going to assume Activision, whomever has Destiny. Bungie's. So Bungie's got their own platform. Uh, well, it would be with Activision. They're under, yeah. you know, thing with So for Destiny, for what contract. that is, I mean, they they're, they're not releasing it on Steam. They said that it's not a rumor, it's a fact. You're right. So well, I mean, it's it's no skin off me, but I know a few people who like who like Destiny and I'm well, I'm kind of curious PC, if that's gonna... they can still just go make a thing, you know. Yeah. That's but the beauty part, you know what I mean? The convenience of it, you know, if Kind of like we've talked about in the past with Cuphead. You know, I want to play that, but I don't want to go out and buy an Xbox One. So just grab your PC and get it on. Exactly, there. I'm going to get it on Steam. Right. <laughs> you got it's. It's fun to have options, and I, know, I feel like that's an option taken away from PC players. This laptop players. right here, could you get Cuphead on that and it run yeah. comfortably? Well, whether it could run, I could get it, but it's whether right. it could run. Right. I'm. Th- I've been thinking about investing in that, not a big rig, but something mm-hmm. that like that that I could play some of those games on. Yeah. I think it would be worth it. I mean, it's it's definitely worth it because at least trying it there where I got to at least try that out because I've mm-hmm. tried one or two off of Steam and I thought I was going to have a problem, but they eventually ran and they ran fine. Right. So I think it's it's powerful enough. I'd say look for one that you know can handle the specs because I know that um, this week Agents of Mayhem came out right. and it was having a lot of performance issues on PC because certain PCs just were not built to handle it like right. i guess it's a little overpowered for you. and that's one of my things with pc gaming because that happens so often you mm-hmm. know like at least on console and i'm not saying i really think that the pc is the master race out of all this like as popular as everything else is pc will always be there you know what i mean yeah oh yeah but i've always preferred consoles because of that very reason it's the ease of it all you don't I know how long them. i have like i could pay a twelve hundred dollars tomorrow for the best gaming pc rig whatever you know 
and it might be five years, it might be two years before they make a game that won't run on it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's no, I get what you're saying. It's just you have to if it's whether it's for you or not. If you're right. willing to put down that money for it and invest in that, that's fine. But I mean, right. like you like you said, I, I like the convenience of a console. Just pop right. it in and go. I know that there are times issues, but it's it's rare. It's very right. very rare versus a PC. Right. It's versus HughesNet. It does what it says it's going to do. <laughs> there it is. Yes, because <laughs> this week I was you know I was going to jump in. You know we talked about No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to download it on my, you know, I was going to put it on my Pro, you know, because I hadn't done that yet. Yeah, yeah. Because the big update. Right. The big update yeah. screwed everything up for me because as soon as I started downloading, 99 plus hours. Thank wow. you, Usenet. Thank you. Thank you. How, how big was the update? Man, it, I bet it wasn't. Maybe a gigabyte? A couple, couple gigabytes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to take a couple of days. 99 plus hours. Okay. So it could be longer. It I could might be a get week. this next week. We talk about it next week. Okay. Well, at least we know you got something to look forward to next I week. I guess. I just cut the damn thing off. I was like, I hate using it. All right. Um, next story I got. I didn't really go into detail about it. It's just something I saw. And I, I just wanted to pose the question. Uh, I read something that said Sonic Mania, I guess, came out last week or it came out recently. I don't think it came out last week. I don't remember when it came out. It came out Tuesday. Okay, so it did come out Tuesday. Uh, It's been or it's said that it is the best rated Sonic game in 15 years. That's what I heard. And my question is why? Why? I mean, why is it? Well, why is it that it's been so long since we've had a good Sonic game? Why has there been so many bad ones? Because Sonic is not that interesting of a character. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't fall in love with Sonic like you do Mario. Yeah. Their people are there. You know, mm-hmm. and like, for some reason, Crash Bandicoot, people loved him. You know what I mean? Like, there was enough of a following that it, it carried along with every console. And they've still been playing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And for some reason, they, they bought into him. They didn't buy into Sonic, even though there is that following. But they also, they made bad games. And and I think, you know, I kind of thought about it myself. I was like, well, what is it exactly that made it so bad for the character? And I really think it comes down to what the character is all about. It's yeah. about the speed. Right. And I think there's and only so far it's you can... It's you, Yeah, you can really take that concept and that aspect. If, if they could really make a game, a Sonic game, where you can speed through and not have to stop, but to really enforce that idea of speed... That's where it gets tricky for me. Even in the old ones, it was just like, okay, you're you're running through, you're running through, you're going fast, and then eventually it's like, nah, we gotta take these slow platforms. You gotta go underwater for a while, yeah. and you just kind of slow down, and you're kind of taking away the whole concept of the game itself. Right. Which, if if no one knows this, Sonic was created because of the speed run on Super Mario Brothers, trying to run through the very first world. In Super Mario Brothers, as fast as you possibly could, gave somebody an idea and said, "I'm going to make Sonic." But they took the speed out of it. Yeah, and by doing that, yeah, that's what they did. And I know that they've tried to reinvent it, and that's probably where they failed trying to find a way to make it better. But it's how do you make something where you're trying to run fast better? You, right. you have to unless you're. It's a racing game. I Look, mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Have you ever played? Was it Cloudberry King? Uh, no, uh, Cloudberry Kingdom. Uh, yeah. yeah, have you ever? No, that? I never did. Okay, that needs to be Sonic. Yeah, that okay. game is just nuts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Sonic needs to be chaos. 
Yeah. It needs the Chaos be... Emeralds, man. See, look yeah. at that. Look what you did. Yeah. Oh, is that what clever. it is? Yeah, the yeah. Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, I, yeah. I just say I don't know. I don't ever. I don't just. I know it came out, and I know there it existed. I don't pay attention to Sonic. I just have never liked Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. <laughs> He's a fucking blue pig. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would be kind of cool. If, it, but again, apparently this one hit. You know the right strides, taking him back to his 2D roots yeah. in some way. And I think I've seen some gameplay before where they kind of implement 3D and 2D kind of yeah. weaving into each other. That's kind that, of cool. But it has to do that. Yeah. So fair enough. If it, if it works, doesn't it come with all the other games too? Isn't I it like have a collector's no edition. You can get all of them. I didn't look into it that, oh, so now that hard because I'm going to talk about Ronnie again at work. <laughs> I brought him up last time. <laughs> We're in Tennessee. You know his name's Ronnie. Shit. Mm-hmm. But uh. Uh, Ronnie said he got the collector's edition. I think come with a little statue with Sonic. Yeah, I did hear about that. The they console. said that they uh, they sold out of that and they just yeah. uh, they put some art on the shelf. I think he got he got it. So nice. he says pretty nice and he liked the game. So I mean he get, he had high remarks for it. So that's good. But you know it's kind of like you. Eh, I don't really care about Sonic. Yeah, I, I, I was more of a Mario man, but I don't know Sonic. I, I've played Sonic. Don't get me wrong. You know that's the thing we talked about Nintendo earlier. That's why they haven't gone the way of. Sega, they haven't made a mistake, and I mean, they've made mistakes. But it, they took the chances that they needed to take. They no more. And bear in mind, they do have a they have a library of characters who are more memorable. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows Link. Everybody right. knows Mario. They're like the Disney Pikachu, of video games. You know. You know. Do what? They are the Disney of video games. They are. Think about if Disney ever bought them. Holy. Never mind. That's going to happen. I mark my words. Years <laughs> down the road, Disney will buy Nintendo. I swear it will happen. Give it you're time. Probably, I mean, it, you're right. They're going to either buy Disney or, I mean, they're going to either buy, Disney's going to buy either Sony or Microsoft. I mean, the Sony or Nintendo. You watch Nintendo. Because Nintendo, but Nintendo will give them be the, the characters. Better buy for them. Yeah, because they'll give them the characters they can easily incorporate into their childlike, friendly atmosphere. And then years down the road, Sony and Nintendo. Uh, Disney will buy Sony, and Why then they later they'll buy Microsoft. They're going to be this, this. Then they'll buy the planet. But but no, they have to. I mean, they have to. They have to <laughs> they corner their everything. their markets because they've they've taken over comics. They've taken over exactly. That's yeah. where it starts. You get well, the nerds. What was the What was the other thing they bought? Oh, they um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So you bought what, what's that? The geek nerddom. Exactly. The fandom of all. And then you have all the little kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Disney's um, on a Disney's on a rampage. They're gonna they're, they will buy Nintendo. Mark, right. I'm I'm saying it now. You mark it down. No, I'm going against twenty it years. Nintendo was little kids. If you buy Sony, you get the adults. They're not going to do that. They might. Then they have everybody. Sony has nothing they want. Oh, they have <laughs> the best Nintendo. They have the best developers. Naughty Dog, all those guys, right? But they don't have so the they characters. Make all they make all the Disney characters in games. You're gonna be playing as Frozen. But think about it. Frozen to be like on damn Horizon. You'll be playing shit Mario like that. fits the Disney characters like a glove. He right, is I agree. their he's their marketing merchandise king. He's everything. Right. He is money. He is dollar signs in their yeah. eyes. That's what they want. So is Frozen. So, <laughs> I know. But they could they could incorporate all they already had Wreck It Ralph. He was in that. It's a it's a yeah. given at this point. Yeah, you're well. In what Disney Infinity? Well, yeah. About? Think about that. Oh, they can just incorporate wait. all the amiibos and everything. They can bring that right back. And you have Star Wars and Mario. And no, he wasn't in the amiibo, was he? Who? He was in the Disney Infinity. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't in the amiibos though. 
Probably, well, no, he, he might have been in the Infinity, but not in the Amiibos. But think about it. There's a there's a there's an opportunity there for Disney. No, no, it's I there. that's why I say they buy Sony because okay. they get the adults. Well, we're we're they, trailing they have off every every person <laughs> in the world. We start talking about Sonic Mania and wind up in Disney buying the world. I'm just saying. Okay. Forget it. We'll, we'll move on. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is coming out. Uh, it's supposed to be this year. I was a fan of the first one on the Wii. I feel like it was I feel like it was underrated and underappreciated because it didn't get a proper release over here like it should have because I think it was limited to GameStop. Right. And yeah, there, I remember I, that. Yeah. But uh, they said that the music production for part two is complete, and it involved 300 musicians just for the score. Is this on the 3DS again? No, this will be for the Switch. Oh, okay. Now, the only reason I kind of brought this up is because the soundtrack for the original was so amazing. It was like one of the things that I first fell in love with with that game when I was playing it, and what kind of kept me playing it. It was just something that drew me in. You know, the the moment you actually get outside of the town that you're in and into the field, the music that just starts, I, I wanted to continue playing. And then when night yeah. would fall, this was kind of a clever little trope that I don't feel like a lot of other games do. And if they do, someone correct me, please comment. Um, that it'll take the same tune, like the same score, and it'll be light and vibrant during the day. But at night, it'll be the same tune, but on a lower key and more relaxed. And it's it's very cool. No. Yeah, it's it is. You, I'm just kidding. You that have to appreciate. Cool. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. I love music can make a game or break a game. Yeah, and I, this was one of those instances where it really elevated right. the material. It made me. Cont- this is why I spent over a hundred hours on this game. I, I've hardly ever done that. This was a this was a game that gave me a reason to do that because there were so many things that were so engaging. I wanted to stay there, and the music was one of right. Them. Okay, talk about music. Did you ever play Red Dead Redemption? Yes, yes. Do you remember the song when you made it across the border mm-hmm. riding from it? How awesome I love it. I didn't want to get off my horse because no. the moment I did, it stopped. I was like, oh. Dude, I remember just riding along, dude, and that song's playing. I'm like, dude, I bought the damn song on iTunes <laughs> immediately, you know. But it oh, was yeah. just, I mean, it won some kind of award, too. But it, I can't remember what award it won, but that was pretty cool. But it was perfect use of music in a game. Yeah. Where you just, it's unexpected. But it was yeah. perfect. That was the first time I... It, I think it was because I've never heard them do a real song in a game like that. Yeah. And it was it was just in the most odd spot. Because it's normally at the beginning or at the end. Yeah. You just happen to be crossing into the next chapter. And it was the perf- the most perfect song to play yeah. at that point. They couldn't have had a better song. The mood, mm. everything. It was nighttime. You're riding along. It's just crazy. Yeah. It was it was great. I liked it. Yeah. Um, the next story I found, I thought this was a, a bit of an interesting one to bring up, is a game called uh, Centralia. Nah. I hope I'm reading that right. You, you know probably what I'm are about? not. Huh? You, words are hard. Are, they are? It's probably like Central and you can't say it right. Well, it's Central with I-A. So Central, yeah. Centralia. That's what I want to say. Okay. Uh, it's a game that has been called the spiritual successor to Silent Hill. Uh, it was canceled or oh. under the cancellation so banner for a while, but it's been revived. Who's doing it? Well, that's the part I don't know. Is it well? If I mean, if it's something to do with Silent Hills and then Konami. Well, let me let me let me continue with my story, and you'll see where I'm, I'm going. So, yeah, okay. I'm just spitballing players. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Uh, the game was set to come out some time ago. Uh, they pitched it, whoever the developer is, because again, I didn't find this out they pitched it to konami but they didn't want it because they were like well we don't want any outsiders doing our game 
So the developer went back and rebranded the game as uh-huh. Centralia. Got it. And then, but it still retains a lot of the vibes and you know. And that's all that matters. Designs, yeah, and all the inspirations to it. Right. What's really cool about it is they said that it's set. The game is set in the real life town of Centralia, Pennsylvania, which was the inspiration for the movie Silent Hill. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And they said from nineteen. Now this is true facts, according to these people. From 1963 to 1990, the town's population went from 1,000 people to 30, and Damn. now sits at a mere three people due to a coal fire underneath the town. This is for real. This is what I. This is according to the facts I was given. This is real. So they're so basing just this left. Or- yes, people just said, "Screw it, I'm out." Now, if there's a coal fire under the town, I'm yeah. sure that they're like, nah, I don't want to be here anymore. No, hell so no. I, I can kind of understand where they're coming from, but uh, I think they're probably going to put, you know, use these facts and, and these ideas of the stories and then just put that supernatural spin on I mean, it. That would be a great, a great idea. Oh, yeah, especially if you live there. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I know exactly what this is. Like, who are those three out. people? What are they like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are crazy. <laughs> they eat people. Crazy enough to stay there, yeah. Yeah, they eat people. They smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Drink. Can you imagine? Yeah, just... And there it goes, man. They went to town. Yeah. They, put, they throw it in a they, bucket No, they actually go down to the coal fires and light their smokes. That's dumb. Why? It's better than what you had. No, it's not. Well, anyway, they, the game is now restored. They're trying to get it uh, back That's out. Uh, they're trying to get it restored under a new publishing label. Right. Uh, Atari was thrown out, but that's oh, not shit. been confirmed, so I don't know. If, if they get it, I don't even want to play it. So We'll see. But uh, it sounds interesting enough that I thought it would be worth t- mentioning. An indie game kind of like Silent Hills? Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm interested. I want it to go to somebody who's going to give them the money and just let them do what they do. Yeah. Do what do needs to be done. Say, well, what if there's a big spider at this part? Yeah. You know? I want a like, genuinely creepy up. game without all that stuff because I feel like... Resident Evil Seven kind of went that route, and I feel like it could have it could have really done a lot with just the family right. without having to go balls deep in craziness and monsters and everything like that. Uh, I feel like it could have done a lot with a little. I do because I think the, so the the intensity of it when you're trying to creep around corners being chased that was enough. I didn't need you know everybody to turn into monsters and everything. That was well. The thing with that is it had to get big for it to be something to do with Umbrella. Yeah. And that way you can keep the story going and spread it out to the world. But if you give me another game that's in that vein, you know, where I'm, you know, just genuinely terrified to be in the area that I'm in, I don't care what it is, then, okay. Take that concept, apply it to... Aliens. Halloween. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Alien Isolation was kind of like that. You remember that? Yeah. Like Halloween would be freaking awesome. Oh, you have to, oh yeah. Shit. <laughs> we got another we got a million dollar idea game right here. So yeah. we we started it. We're just using the franchise that's already been out there. But hey. Well, what about the single player campaign for Friday the thirteenth? It could be like that. Yeah. It could. But we still don't know anything about it. It was supposed that's to be fine. out by now. But I would copy what they did in Resident Evil Seven. I for would sure, make man. that that's how Jason would be. Yeah, oh yeah. Because the intent, the intensity level in Resident Evil, especially in VR, man, you've got to oh try God. that at least just for a moment. I can't do that. Because I when, did for when, a moment. What was the, what was the the matriarch's name or the patriarch the 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 guy? 
I, I, I can't remember his name. But anyway, God, I can't when remember. you it was like right after the dinner scene, and you get loose, and then he comes after you. Oh, he comes yeah. looking for you. That whole scene, I was in Before. VR, and I was just like peeking around doors and looking at everything like, where's he at? I don't know where he's at. And I was just doing everything I and could. And he would be in the kitchen behind you yeah. to scare the shit out of you. And I was yeah. doing everything I could to get out of there. And when I finally got done with it, I had to shut it off. I was like, that was too much. I'm done. I got I got to rest. My eyes, my head, my, I'm just spinning. So it was nuts. I bet. Dude. See, that's why I didn't want to do it. I knew that was going to be t- That's it, just more intense than I want to get with that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, you, I'll drive the shit out of a car, but come on. But you got to try at least once. At least once. I did, man. And when I went under that beam and that, and that damn dead body popped up, <laughs> I, was, I was out. Both my legs kicked up off the couch. I didn't know what was up. All right. Well, the next thing I've got is uh, Shinmu 3 uh, was announced this week that it will be at uh, Gamescom. Dang. Uh, the, this week, when you're listening to this, should be Gamescom should be coming out on Wednesday. Uh, and it will actually be published by Deep Silver. They're the ones that were responsible for like Saints Row and Agents of Mayhem, which came out this week. Um, you played it? Anybody? I have not, but I've watched some of my uh, Epic Streamer friends play it, and man, I just I want to play it. I really do. I'm I, excited I, for it. I heard that it's uh, oh, how did they put? It? Oh, kind of repetitive. Well, yeah. Fi- I can, well, I guess I'd say the fighting. That's what I've heard. I, I can I can see that, but yeah. I mean. Uh, Kind of the same with the Saints Row games. Right, and they I said guess, it kind of, kind of was a little like it was. Well, they compared it to that. It was more repetitive than that. Oh wow! Yeah. Hmm. And what I seen, the review that I seen. Well, I think a lot of the thing with those games is the humor is what kind of that, keeps yeah, you engaged, exactly. and that's why you don't really think about the repetitiveness of it. But I, I yeah, I could see that. Um, but well, if what anybody, fight, what fighting game isn't repetitive at some point? Yeah. Where you got to fight? You, you only fight so. so many yeah, there's only ways. so many ways you can do that. But uh, to anyone who doesn't know, uh, Shinmu 3, I've never played the series at all, never, so I'm, I'm not familiar with it. But this one was actually fan-funded on Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, you know, and... Well, they announced it at the Sony E3. Several... It was at least two, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. So, two or three. I mean, hey... Might have been three, man. Yeah. Could I be. can't remember. But, it, hey, I'm, I'm impressed at least they got that far. They've got a fan following enough to fund the game. They so. funded the game within the hour, if yeah. I remember right. So maybe good on them for that. Hour, I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, a little controversy that I read about today, which was uh, revolving around Life is Strange Before the Storm. Yeah. There was a story saying that the Platinum Trophy on the PS4 is locked. It sort of. is. You have to buy the Deluxe. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, this came from uh, the trophy list got released on PSN profiles and Everyone notices like this is a this is a a trophy that you can't get unless you get the deluxe edition, but it's the platinum is locked behind it. So that's kind of what's the difference in price? I don't know. It's like maybe you have to buy maybe the deluxe edition is everything altogether if you buy it monthly. But but still, I, I that's kind of a bullshit yeah, is, thing to do. I I'd mean, that's it. kind of what we were talking about last week with uh, the amiibo. Pay to play, baby. Huh? Got to pay to play, baby. But not to not for a trophy. I don't know, man. That's, that's nonsense. You got forty six. What twenty six? That's why they have they have separate brackets for DLC trophies that don't stack up with your regular trophies for your main game. Well, you just got a DLC trophy, baby. Well, that's all it is. That's all that needs to be if they're going to do. Well, it. it depends on the price. Well, like I mean, if you're going to pay that much for the game anyway, if you buy it all up front, which think about it. Wait, what, what game? We, let's see. I'm, Life is Strange. Yeah, it's episodic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying. I, got, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was thinking it come out in episodes, and I thought, no, it don't. But yeah, it does. 
So if you pay for all the episodes up front and you get more to do that, you can you'll have a little more game uh, money for your game. But what about all those people who don't want to do that? Well, then they don't do it. They don't get the platinum trophy. <sighs> You're gonna. That, this is a this is a conversation starter. As long as it's the exact same price. If, if I'm it's willing, it's kind of like you, it's kind of like. Um, you did with uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth. You yeah. put the money up front. I did. You got it. This is kind of like you put the money up front. You get it. But it's, now a, just but it's it an achievement. It's a trophy that you're paying you for a trophy. It. You believed in the in the thing. I'm okay with it. Okay, I'm okay with it. All right. I feel, I, I don't feel like it's. I feel like it's kind of low, depending yeah, I, on the price. I didn't say that. Still. I didn't say that. I know. I'm that just is saying. low. If you got to pay extra for anything, but like I said, it's the same exact price. You're just if it's you believe the in the game price. enough, and you're a big enough fan. That you buy the season pass for when you're like what twenty three dollars if it's uh, mm-hmm. five episodes kind of like a telltale yeah. pass if you buy that pass early you unlock the platinum trophy mm-hmm. and everybody knows when you get that platinum trophy if you get it everybody knows hey this motherfucker put his money up front <laughs> I didn't mean to say that that's fine all right well uh, a, we'll, we'll agree to okay. disagree with that one because yeah, well, i, I kind of feel like you it's, should see the way that i see things but you that, should agree it's with fine me. it's fine i'm kind of glad that we're disagreeing on something for a change yeah well uh, also uh, another little controversy i read about this week is uh, amazon prime their game discounts are gone they were offering if if no one knows if you're a prime member you would get 20 percent off of pre-orders and other right. games and uh, so it never will happen again it's just it's gone and a bug it'll be back uh, tomorrow well i mean they this has been for the last two days i believe and they've Just, not said anything about it i think it's a bug i'll be honest with you i don't buy games from amazon so i don't care it's weird to me yeah because i i can't even go down to gamestop and get a digital game yeah or pay for downloadable content down there because i'm just gonna get it off my the only time PlayStation. yeah the only time i've ever bought something game related from Amazon would be like a gift card. Like if I had credit and I, there was something I wanted on the PSN, I'd just say, well, why don't I just buy a gift card, a digital gift card there, get that money. And then I will apply it over here because, and just a swapping of, you know, currency. it's crazy that we look at it like that. Now that I'm thinking about it, all they're going to do is give you a code and yeah. you can go on your PSN and put in the code and you're exactly the same. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but it's just weird to me. Yeah. I, I mean, Amazon I, and get it when I can just, Eliminate all that and get it straight there. Well, I mean, I already deal with getting games digitally anyway yeah. and a physical copy. I, I don't know. I'd want it in my hands right then and there. I don't want to buy it from Amazon and wonder if I spent $60 on a game by the time it gets to me because I've had movies come from them where the cases are shattered or something like that. And you're paying something from $20 to $60. Yeah. I don't trust Amazon enough, I guess. So I don't, I don't really care if they're giving me 20% off. I just... I'm not going to do it. So I don't feel like it's a big deal. It might have been a corporate call where they're like, hey, we're not making money off this. Just just do away with it. It's no big deal. I don't see it being that big of a deal. They might not have been making any money that way. So So. let's stop. Uh, Another little piece, and I think we've covered something similar to this last time, or at least recently. But I thought this was worth bringing up again because I think this is cool that this is starting to happen more and more. Um, This is an official press release. It's about the Earthworm Jim vinyl record. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the soundtrack from yeah, from yeah. Uh, they said it was composed by Guinness World Record holder and creator of video video games live Tommy Tallarico. I hope I'm no, saying that right. Don't know. Uh, he's a multi award winning Earthworm Jim anthology. Oh, I'm sorry. Words. He is not. 
it is the multi-award-winning Earthworm Jim anthology album will be available for pre-order or is available now for pre-order for its October 20th release on vinyl. The music from the games Earthworm Jim 1 and 2 won five major industry awards for best music in 1994 and 95, and it helped to redefine what gaming platforms at the time were capable of achieving. German record label and vinyl distributor Black Screen Records will be releasing the beautiful four-sided 180G double vinyl to fans around the world, which will include previously unreleased tracks, remixes, and a completely remastered vinyl experience like no other. I'm glad that you read all that because like, you you are not getting a reading award today. <laughs> I know. I'm I trying. didn't put that award in the trash. Uh, words are hard sometimes, yeah, man. We, we've I'm glad this. you read all that. But it was. I'm not. I'm not done. No, I've got. No. I've got you a little probably bit more. Be done. I should. But I wrote all this down. And I'm not going to let it go. No, to waste. I'm just saying with that right there with the Earthworm Jim, you just can't well, say all that together. There's more. <laughs> there's more albums. There's more. Uh, another album, a limited collector's edition, which comes in a beautiful gatefold sleeve with new and original artwork by Earthworm Jim artist Catherine Garner. Is she award winning? Uh, she well, is not. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Uh, she also goes by Lim and Rocket Worm, if you're familiar with those two artist names. Lim, uh, that's what she goes by? Yeah. Other other artist names, I'm guessing. Oh, other... Oh, I'm confused. Yeah. So if you know her work, you might know it as Rocket Worm or Lim. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, do you want me to continue with the special announcer voice where I was talking? This would be like The Price is Right where the guy's like, Hello, this limited addiction collectors... Never mind. Uh, I'm going to continue with that. Pretty good, though. You want me to do that? Okay. The package includes liner notes by Tommy Talacario. I can't say his name. I, I see you Ta- can't read. I say I see Talacario, but it's Talarico. Let me try that again. What if it is that? It you does. It's not the, spelled that way. It's not spelled have, that way. Do you have that little thing beside it that says this is how it sounds when you say it? What's I don't. That, I, what I is didn't. That called? I didn't. Subtitles. Hell no. The dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles. It's like Chinese. All right. Well, let me let me continue because this is really awesome with this limited edition. I would want to buy this record. Maybe. Yeah. You know, kind of no, like the no. uh, Another World or Out of This what? World album. I want that. Is too. this still Earthworm Jim stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get through it. If you'll just let me. Why do uh, they make something? Why do they give this much stuff away? Just tell me what I'm going to get. Don't describe it. <laughs> but but I'm describing it to you so you think about how awesome this is, and our our li- I mean this, audience can listen to it and think, man, that sounds awesome. I want to go look up a picture now. I'm going to be honest. They don't remember what was in the first thing of this. You told them. <laughs> Maybe they do. I mean, All right. What was anyway, I buying? what game Some, was this? Somebody's looking. They'll be looking up. You know, on Amazon as you won't as be reading. reading. No, I won't be. Okay. Uh, the packaging includes liner notes by Tommy Tallarico and two amazing full-colored heart boxer shorts and cow pattern inner sleeves on heavyweight <laughs> offset paper. The complete artwork is refined with a matte finish and special glossy spot varnish to highlight the incredible illustrations. You sound more like a Muppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the LP album will be pressed on groovy limited earthworm gem, flesh-colored, and opaque 
snot-colored vinyl. Snot? Snot. Now, snot was his little buddy that was in his backpack. Do you uh, remember snot? Yeah, well, it's snot-colored. I'm thinking about boogers. <laughs> well, it's probably green. This limited collector's edition also comes with a unique download code that enables the customer to download the full digital soundtrack as well. Hey, Big Bird. Now, I'll say this. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I Can remember the game. I remember the game. I, I remember it was pretty fun. It was a little difficult for a platform, but it was fun. What I, game is it? Earthworm Jim. No, I'm just kidding. I remember it. But I, I, I had I, it on PS3. I don't recall the soundtrack being something. I don't remember I, what. And again, it's been so long since I played it, so maybe I, I just have forgotten, but I don't recall the soundtrack being so amazing that it requires a record. I mean, I'm just I'm surprised that, you know... They're doing something like this, and they talk about all the awards at one, but yet I don't remember the music. But I might have to go back and just just look it up. You know, who knows? But I did, as I was looking this up, I thought this was kind of interesting. I also saw that there's going to be a vinyl soundtrack for Super Castlevania Four. That'll be. I would rather have that. It's on Amazon. I don't know if it's for pre-order or not. I did not look that up, but I did see it. It was available. Well, I can't. I want to play Super Castlevania. Yeah, but that's I can't, fun. I can't find a. And but I can remember that soundtrack. I think because I did well, have Castle- I had the you game. You can remember every Castlevania soundtrack. Yeah, it has a great soundtrack. On every one of them. Yeah, it was very gothic sounding. Yeah, just I don't know. It was powerful. Did you paint? Did you put eyeliner on? I did not. No, I I was not that kind of kid. Okay, it's I was fine. just saying. I mean, you might have been. Maybe. All right, now we're gonna get into uh, a few weird cigarettes? stories. Some weird stories. Did you smoke cigarettes? Did I smoke cigarettes yeah. as a kid? No. You sure? I'm absolutely sure. I was. I was the kid that was always worried that my parents were going to find out all the bad stuff I did, and I was not going to be put in that position. Well, I was you were just smart. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, you know, I'd rather just not get in trouble. Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. Well. See. Just for, like, we didn't even hail them. We was just. Yeah, all right, ha- Bill Clinton. No, I mean, I'm serious. They, they were Bubba's cools. <laughs> we went into his, uh, went to his freezer and steal them. Wow. And we, my little cousin, when he, <laughs> when he freaking sick after holding a cigarette, just, just not even inhaling. We thought we were smoking, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I got two standing uh, in his underwear. Two oddball pieces of news, and I, I'm I'm trying to find these now because the last couple of times I've had some oddball news, like the fidget spinner and the the brain Man. study. So Mm-mm. I thought, hey, I'll find some odd stuff to talk about because they're fun. Uh, the first is something called the Ojo. Have you heard of the Ojo? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm, I'm well, about to, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is being billed as the world's first projector for the Nintendo Switch. The Ojo. They're going to be like, oh, no, when they see their bottom the line. Ojo. Oh, no. Yeah, man, that's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Uh, it offers a 120-inch equivalent screen backup with 200 lumens, stereo speaker, built-in 20,000 mega amps you get you sure oh no no a lithium battery <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say yeah. i'm sorry i don't know my i didn't I did, two hours is all i spent on this podcast today yeah. okay yeah. to research leave you me alone proofread <laughs> i didn't i just I, I put stuff down on paper copy and paste damn it okay and uh anyway users in theory can play their nintendo switch on a big screen whenever and whenever they want who cares, right? I don't. I don't right. care. I mean, the whole point of you having your Nintendo Switch and taking it away is so you don't play it on TV. 
So now you're taking this and so you can take it to somebody's house and play it on their wall? Yeah. <laughs> seems seems kind of weird. Okay. Well, I mean, you think about it. If you don't have your Switch dock with you, you can still play it on a big screen. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the price. And is it really... I mean, it's it's Nintendo. They're gonna, they probably thought of this idea. They well, said, like hey, you can said. You make us a... Make us a little projector for the, for this where you know they can play it on a big TV. If they yeah, are. maybe I don't know. I don't care. Well, I don't. But right. I mean, honestly, think about it though. That's it's it's not cool. a bad idea. It's but not a bad idea. Like you said, is it going to work? Is it and can, is it affordable? Yeah. And I don't recall no. projectors being that affordable. No, I don't either. Like they're, if it's over two hundred bucks, you I'm not getting. It. No, who? No. Absolutely not. I got a TV for a reason, damn it. Yeah. Um, the other one was I read that there is a developer, and I don't know who. There's a, It was like this very simple report came out that there's a game developer working on an adaptation of Animal Farm. I don't know. Do you remember Animal Farm? You may have read it in school. It's oh, a that. George Orwell's yeah. literary classic. Animal yeah. Farm. I do kind of sort of remember it. When it mm-hmm. I mean, the animals talk to each other, right? Yeah. Um, they, there's a apparently a website online. There's, again, no details about this game other than it's happening. Uh, they said that the aim of the game, and this was on the website, was to fuse political and artistic purpose into <laughs> one whole. Slam Trump. <laughs> just like Orwell did in the book. Right. Um, and for our listeners, if you don't know, Animal Farm was a satire that reflected... The lead up to the Russian Revolution in 1917, and then the transition to the Stalinist era of the Soviet Union that followed. Right. Uh, Through the the animals, right? Correct. Uh, The book more specifically follows a group of animals who rebel against their human owners and wind up taking control of the farm they live on and run it themselves. However, it essentially becomes one tyranny is replaced by yet another because as they're freed, they're just taking over by yet another tyrannical dictator, which is right. one of the animals. Right. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a great book. Uh, it was a bestseller at the time. I don't really see how this works for a game. I think it could. There's all. I mean, if you get the right person right in this game, that could be something that could be interesting. I, I mean, the the comment itself diffused the political and artistic purpose. It's it's intriguing enough yeah. just to see what you're planning on doing, but I guess how would you how would you feel the game would be played? Because obviously, my first inkling would say, okay, you're going to do this like a Telltale style yeah, game, you would have to, or like something a strange like that. Telltale that, depending on how much interaction you have, would you know? Right. But you're going to have to tell the story how they do in the Telltale game. Yeah, exactly. Now, now the gameplay parts could be different, but. Now, if they don't go that route, what what style would you even fathom that they could even take? Because oh, I man. sat there and thought, and I was like, "What? I don't know." What if they went the old drawing versions of of them from the book? Mm-hmm. Just the old drawings, but you know, they were all black and white, wasn't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. do them in color. Perhaps I don't know. It, it was interesting enough. I'm, I'm going to kind of keep my eye on this. It, yeah. It's interesting Definitely. that somebody has thought about this because we've never even... we've. I think there's been a TV movie and that's about as far as they've done any kind of cinematic right. repurposing for that. And it wasn't bad, but it. I, I'm sure it could have been told and done a lot better to where it wasn't TV movie standards. Yeah. It was all right. You can't be on TV anymore. <laughs> but, Not 2, 4, or 5. You're going to have to go to 17 or FX or right. something like that. You know what I mean? 
But I'm in, I'm interested. I'd like to see what they do with it. The last thing I have, as far as news goes, is that the entire roster for Marvel versus Capcom oh. Infinite was released. Ooh. And I thought we'd go over. So, all right. Give me give me the t- top five. All right. Well, first of all, who do you want to hear first, Marvel or Capcom? Uh, <coughs> let's go with Capcom. I like Marvel better. Okay. Um. Strider Ryu from Strider. Okay. Uh, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins. Okay. Uh, Spencer or Nathan Spencer from Bionic Commando. Okay, that's cool. Zero from Mega Man X. Mm. Uh, Mega Man from Mega Man X. Mm. Uh, Jetta from Darkstalkers. I think he was the... I think it was a villain or the villain. I can't remember Darkstalkers. I don't remember it either. It's one of those that, that... Slips under my radar a lot. Uh, Chris Redfield. Okay. Uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. Ryu and Chun-Li from Street Fighter. Okay. Uh, Morrigan from uh, Darkstalkers. Frank West from Dead Rising. Uh, that's stupid. Hagar from Final Fight. Okay. they both Him and Cody both need to be in there. Yeah, why didn't they? It's odd you have one and not both. Yeah. Uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil. Okay, that's a cool one. And then Firebrand from Ghosts and Goblins. Firebrand was, he was the, kind of like uh, Ridley is for uh, Metroid, that, that one villain you always remember. He was like the little red demon. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? That's stupid. <coughs> from a he's, design perspective. But he's little, right? I, they'll probably make him look He's the guy bigger. with the little wings, right? Yeah. Well, he, could probably, probably he could be big. He could yeah. be cool. Yeah, they can Depends make it. Depends on how they do. Like, I seen something about the day they fixed Chun-Li's face. Like, there was a big uproar about her face. I didn't read the well, article. I, well, you remember I said once before, when I think the trailer first appeared, that I had a problem with how bulky every, all the Everybody, Marvel yeah. characters looked. Yeah. That's what they needed to fix, is make them all look like they're off their roids, man. Because oh. Doctor Strange does not need to no. look as big as Captain America. No. That they're superheroes, right? But Make I didn't, them, I didn't see a problem with Chun-Li's face. I don't know what the uproar was about. Dude, there was a difference, but I don't. Uh, to me, it didn't bother. I mean, me. I, I think I saw the picture you're talking about, but I was like, "What's the problem with this face and that face?" I don't, yeah. I don't, I didn't get it. But that's your, that's your Capcom roster where somebody messed with something that somebody loves, like <sighs> something they're used to. That's Fans. why I still can't believe that the live adaptions of like the Disney movies are doing good because people don't like change that much. Oh yeah. But see, well, if you think movies. about it, though, they don't change them all that much. They just take the story and say, right. let's make it live action, but we're not going to change that's, the whole that's, lot. That's what I'm saying, though. But they swap that one little part out for something else. Mm-hmm. That, that's what they do. I mean, like, there's a couple of parts in The Beauty and the Beast that totally different than the movie, than the cartoon. Right. And people get pissed about little bitty things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they didn't like the Chun-Li face. That's like, the fandom out there. That's yeah. the nonsense we have to put and up with. And if I'd have been the person that drew that, I'd be like, oh, then don't play the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, And they're going to come play the game. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to give a damn what her face looks like if <laughs> she fights good. All right. Well, that's a, I mean, it's a fair, fairly good, decent roster, I guess. The Dark, dark Stalkers characters, they're the only ones I never know, but they're always there. And, yeah, I don't know. I guess... Having Mega Man X is kind of cool instead of the regular yeah. Mega Man, but you got. Oh, I'm I'm a Mega Man fan, so I'm yeah. kind of cool with but that. Still, but still, like I just don't. They, they don't. It almost it feels like a Super Smash Brothers game when you 
add yeah. that guy in there, you know, like those oh, yeah. characters. Well, even even uh, like Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins. I mean, he's just he's so so out of place right. when you set him up against someone like Chris Redfield. You know, they just don't seem to exist. You can put Redfield and and Frank West together, and you'd be like, oh, they could possibly exist in the same world, right? But, Oh, yeah, it's, it's a this weird. is a game that Sony could do, you know, mm-hmm. if they made their characters like that and made that kind of game. Yeah, not like Super Smash Brothers, but I mean, like uh, a character like Nathan Drake would be cool mm-hmm. to like versus Joel, you know? Oh yeah, or something. Yeah, it could be cool if you if you keep it grounded and their fighting styles are you know just believable, I guess, in the game. Yeah, yeah. that's the best part. That that's how they do and that's it. Those guys that says Marvel versus Capcom, but it's really just Street Fighter again. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, their Marvel list. Is it good? Is, uh, Are you it? happy? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody that I would want in there that's not there. That's a good thing. So, I feel like it's a, it's a wide, diverse roster of Marvel right. characters. Uh, first, we got Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Hawkeye. Okay. Gamora. Okay. Ultron. Captain America, Iron Man, mm-hmm. Thanos, which That's is good. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Nova, Hulk. Nova. Nova. Uh, well, remember the Nova Corps? In, yeah. Uh, he's essentially one of the primary Novas for... Novas are a lot like Green Lanterns. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and space police, in a manner of speaking. And this would be one that's our Nova, so to speak. Gotcha. In a manner of speaking. Um, Hulk. Obviously, you got to have Hulk. Hulk, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel, which I'm assuming is Carol Danvers. Right. Uh, Thor, Spider-Man, Dormammu, and Ghost Rider. How does that one work? Dormammu? Dormammu, yeah. He's huge. Well, I'm sure... That he's He's been in a more condensed human form before, so it's it's not that far-fetched. Oh, okay. So. Well, then you could be, make him cool then. Oh, yeah. He, as long as they adhere to the design uh, from the comics... Which I would hope they do because you know the design of the movie was just not the Dormammu I know. What does he look like? He's. He, they probably did this to uh, disassociate him from Ghost Rider because they both have flaming heads. It's uh-huh. just his is not a skull. It's like just a big orange head and sometimes looks very demonic in a very unique way, depending on the artist. Then I think that's how they did it. Yeah. I think I've seen a picture of it. Is that how they did it in the game? I would hope so. Because I believe that's, that's how they did it. For some reason, I remember that, seeing that picture and thinking, that don't look anything like Dormammu from the, from the movie. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, but no. But I'm not familiar with him in the comic. I know mm. you would be. Yeah. But, that, I mean, that would be the way to go in my book. So, I mean, it, it looks like a good roster. Um, I'm intrigued to play it just for the story alone. But I don't think it's a game I would get day one. Because... Fighting games, they just... Nine times out of ten, they have a limited shelf life. Yeah, you know what, dude? They didn't put any X-Men on there. Where's Wolverine? Well, you can kind of... Wolverine's want... been in one, though, right? Yeah, he has been in the past. I think he was in the the last one, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. But think yeah. about it. What Marvel's been doing here lately is strategically placing a lot of their characters in certain ways to where anything that they don't own in-house as far as movie licenses... They don't seem to promote. So, X-Men games, X-Men comics. I mean, they're still X-Men comics, but they, right. they've kind of... The Inhumans seem to have taken the, you know, place of X-Men in a manner of speaking to say, well, they're the top dog now. 
I was just reading a, a little cool little insight on that. They're saying that, well, this is, I guess, an opinion of somebody mm-hmm. that said that uh, Marvel and Disney doesn't want to promote anybody that they can't push in the movie. Exactly. Because they still own the rights to the games and the um, comic books for X-Men. Yeah. So. And seeing that's what they've done with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Fantastic Four have been absent in comics for at least a year and a half now, I believe. Right. And... It's because they don't own the film rights and they're not going to push and promote something right. they don't have control over. And I don't blame them, in a manner of speaking. They, that, that, they're doing all the writing for these people. Yeah, I mean, that. I know this is not video game related, but that, that the movie rights to the Fantastic Four need to come home. I'm just going to say that and we'll leave it at that. But they need to go back to Marvel where they belong, where they yeah. can be taken care of. Fox is doing a fantastic job with the X-Men, but... That's neither here nor there. That's not yeah. a video game podcast. That's for another Man, podcast altogether. Nerds love to hear about everything. I know, but we're, we've got to we've got to focus. Not that everybody's video game. a nerd. Like nerds aren't a bad thing. Well, anyway, delicious candy. I got it. Yeah. Well, what I'm going to move on to now is release dates for tomorrow, August. Tomorrow is Saturday. Is it? Yeah. Well, for the <laughs> listeners, it will be that. it will be the twenty second. The day after the eclipse, and if you survive the eclipse, yeah, and nothing happened. Like I heard, there's gonna be butt naked women on West Main. All right, it's, but that's only for like two minutes and thirty five seconds. How are they gonna get naked and get their clothes back on? Who knows, man? I mean, I'm sure they'll manage. Maybe they just got robes, and they're just gonna flop them back on as soon as they get done, as soon as the light comes back. How long does the entire eclipse last? I guess the two minutes and thirty five seconds is how long that it's the, the, totally out, right? Yes. But it'll still be dark for some time. Like 20 minutes? Yeah, 15, 20 give or take. Because yeah, eventually it's going to I mean, it's gonna have to move. But it'll be dark. We get to see the entire darkness. So, hey, yeah. if you're uh, listening and you want to check out some video, I might put something up on YouTube. We might go live. Don't look directly at the sun. Don't you look directly in the sun. Damn it, please. I didn't tell you to do that. And you're not going to sue me. You're not going to get anything if you did. Uh, release dates for August 22nd. Uh, we've got the Escapist Two. I've never played the Escapists. Have you? <laughs> no, it, no, yeah, no. I know that they've no, had no, a lot no. of. That's the ones. Don't they have like one of them? It's like they based it off the Walking Dead. That's yeah. been reskinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've never played those. Okay, but it's coming out on uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Chroma Gun. I've never heard of. Uh, it's coming out for the PS4. Finally. Uh, episode 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, is coming out. And it's coming out on PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and uh, Android. Or not Android. iOS. Wow. Jesus. Uh, I'm having one of those days. Uh, next next we have uh, Mages of Mistralia. Never heard of it. Never. Uh, it's coming out on PS4. Uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, as we mentioned earlier, uh, also coming to PS4. White Day, A Labyrinth Named School. That's just the oddest title I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard somebody talk about that. Like, yeah, I don't even have a clue what that's about. White Day is not something we want to talk about now. Not after last weekend. (laughs) Anyway. Let me ask you something. What do you think about Nazis? Uh, They're perfect fodder in Wolfenstein. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. How yeah. easy was that? That was pretty. The shit, simple. right? Yeah. Okay. Pretty simple. Thank you. Okay. Um, 
White Day, a Labyrinth Name School is coming out for PS4 and PC on August 25th, which is uh, the following Friday, because we sometimes have fr- Friday releases. Uh, it's yeah, usually is Madden coming out next Friday? Madden NFL yes. 18, you got that PS4, on your right. Xbox Going One. Going to get, no, PS4 only, no Xbox One. Well, it's coming out on Xbox One. I know that. I, I hate to break well, it to you. We only tell the <coughs> PS4 release date. We're not going to do that. We're not. We're not biased <laughs> around here. Damn it! And uh, then uh, F1 2017. Is that a racing game? That is a racing game. Okay. It's like IndyCar. That's yeah. uh, it's coming out on PS4, or Xbox One, and PC. Is that water good? Next Friday. It's it's trying to keep me from gagging and <laughs> well, not really gagging. You know, just the the dry heave, cough, and all that mess that I've done in the past. All right. One last thing before we go is I wrote down a retro review last minute. You didn't even play the game. I did play this game. No, not today. No, I didn't play it today, but I played this game enough that I thought, hey, if there's something I can do a retro review on, because I didn't do one last week, which, you, you know, it broke my heart week. that I didn't do. Uh, but I got one this week. Why didn't you do one last week? Because... Uh, I, well, no, I don't think it was because Enola was here. It was just I, I didn't think about it. It was just one of those things. We should have done RC Pro-Am last week. We should have. That game is still awesome, by the way. It is. When we played it, how long did we play it today? About an hour? Yeah, roughly. Just to say, hey, look, John, this hey, is RC is. Pro-Am. John because John had never played, never played it. Punk. Well, I've got one and that he probably... I can't believe he got married. Just I'm still like disbelief. It's okay. Our little boy's growing up. Yeah, he has. And we, we love him. I patted him on his ass this morning, sent him over there, signed his, you know, his uh, certificate for him. Hmm. God bless him. You feel good about that? I do. I, good. What, what about what? <laughs> about what you did for him. I do, yeah. Okay, I thought good, you thought good. that I was making fun of him. No, I, I know. I know. Look, you're, those can wait, Stephen. I want to do this retro review. I'm excited. But go ahead. It no, go ahead and talk like about I, John. Today is like the wedding the wedding day um, version of our show. Like, Okay. Like there's white paper. There's white curtains hanging up. It's mm-hmm. the wedding stuff. Okay. And I just, John should be here to see this. But he's not. He's not here. He's he's gonna listen he's to it. He's probably consummating the marriage right now. Ain't that what you how you say it? Yeah. I, I mean, he right? may have consummated already. Consummate, we don't know. Yeah. He's been married for some time now. He's been married since this morning. I'd have done it out in the parking lot. Well, that's you. He he, he, he to, may like, have he did, a little bit more class. Yeah, like they didn't have a big a big wedding. I thought that was kind of cool. They just said screw it, let's go to the courthouse and let's go on a kick ass honeymoon. And I thought, man, that's exactly what you should do. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. I just got lucky that we... I got cool in-laws. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, sorry. Okay, I got good. a little tear there. But I'm just proud of John. John, I love you. Mm-mm-mm. He's going to love that. Yeah. I'm going to leave that in. Um, <laughs> well, I found a game that I'm pretty sure he hadn't played because he. this goes back to the old NES. And, yep. you know, I, I figured he's, he's not going to miss anything if he, he misses this one. Uh, Cobra Command. That face, do it again. <laughs> that was as good as Stevens Wacky Mason. It was. Say Stevens Wacky No, I'm not going to do that. No one has context. They don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no. No, don't worry about that. Don't worry about what you heard just now. Just forget that. Just say, what's the game we're retro view today? Cobra Command. You didn't say it the same way. Do the face. Cobra Command. <laughs> That's it. Okay, do you know that game? No. Okay, this is a game that came out from uh, Data East. Okay. Okay. Do you is remember it, this? Does it involve tanks? Uh, no. But okay. there are tanks about. You are a helicopter. Okay. Yeah, ah, is that, you remember Cobra it? helicopter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was originally an arcade game, I think back in 1984. 
Is it top down? No, it's side scrolling. Now, on the side scroller for the arcade game, the screen scrolled with you. Right. But on the NES, uh, it didn't. You just kind of moved the screen along with you or whatnot. But you're you're a little helicopter. A little helicopter. Do you rescue people like Choplifter? You do. Like Choplifter. You go down and land on a helipad. Yeah, very much like Choplifter. Yeah. So you'll go down there and the little guy will be sitting there. And I'm going to put this sound effect in because you've got (laughs) to hear it. Hopefully I can find it. But he's just, he's sitting there waving his little hand around and going... So you go down there and you bring down your little rope oh, and he'll just shimmy his little way up. And he's just and then, like a little character. Yeah. And what color is he? Uh, I don't recall. Because like everybody in Choplift are like, you only saved white people. Like there was well, no black people. I'm sure it was no black people in this game. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say that, yeah. but it's true. Trump designed the game. <laughs> but you, st- you have uh, missions in Sumatra, Java, Borneo, South China Sea, uh, Oh man, I don't want to say this. Siam, S I A M. Siam, Siam. I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. Siam. Damn it, I'm you sorry. You were throwing it to me, and I was just letting it hit the wall. No. Right <laughs> but anyway, you're a helicopter, a heavily armored helicopter, which flies through these six stages, destroying enemy tanks, cannons, submarines, and gunboats. You, you rescue your little hostages, as yeah. they call them. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just go through. Now, I remember... I'm going to stop because I didn't write a whole lot down about this. But I remember playing this because it was about... I think it was eight when I got the game. Because that's about the time it came out. Right. Um, It was hard for an eight-year-old. And I had no context to it. Nothing in a, you know, Nintendo Power or anything like that to tell me. games used to be, baby. They were awesome. So, I didn't know... I didn't even know how to really rescue anybody at first. Or what the goal of the... The game was because you would fly and I would be picking up all these people, but you'd eventually get to the end. Right. And I was like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? And there was this building sitting there and I didn't know what to do. So I was just confused. I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? I get to this end and there's no end. Apparently you've got to shoot a spot in the building and it opens up to where you can go down inside. Right. Once I started learning these little things, I said, oh my God, there's a no whole nother area to this game. Now I'm starting to get it. And then there were even upgrades that you could just land on these little platforms and right. upgrade your guns and your, your ladder and your armor. And again, I didn't realize this at first and then eventually I just started, because you've got to do it easy. If you hit that thing, oh, I've done that so many times when I played that, you hit something just like the corner of your helicopter right. and you're just dead. It was the biggest load of crap. <laughs> but... <laughs> You did the same thing on Choplifter. You try to land and you come in mm-hmm. like at an angle and boom. Yeah. It same, yeah, same thing. So you just, you got to hit it just right and then you land and then you get your upgrades. And I remember playing it, probably get to like the third or fourth level on my own, but I never beat it without a Game Genie <laughs> because eventually <laughs> it was just like, damn it, I've had this game long enough. I want to beat this game, so I'm going to cheat. Right. But okay. it was fun. I, I had a lot of uh, great memories playing it and hopefully... You heard all the, the sound effects and noises and music that are going to go along with it. <laughs> you just got like Irish sounding right there. I did. But uh, no, Cobra Command, that was that was it, man. Does it have a theme song? Yes, it does. And you're going to play it right now? In the- well, it's it's been playing this entire time. Oh, sweet. I don't hear it. So, no. You will. There the, it our, is. Oh, there it is. Yeah, our audience hears it right now. I hear it. No, that's not what I hear. I think I hear Genesis. <laughs> is that going to be on a vinyl? It was. 
<laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a hit record back in the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was it. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good little podcast. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're We're gonna wrap this up. We'd like to thank all of our listeners for following our pod- podcast. Here we go again with words <laughs> all across the web. Find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, or Podbean which is our main hosting site that allows you to download our show onto your phone to listen whenever and wherever. We're also starting to sprout up on other various podcast hosting sites, so keep your eyes peeled and maybe you'll find us on your favorite. Despite where you find us, why not leave us a comment and tell us what you think of the show. Good or bad, we'll take any comments you choose to offer up. Follow us on Facebook, join our Facebook community page, and start a conversation. Give us a topic you want us to cover, and while you're there, why not ask John a question? Please, please. He Every needs, he needs this in right his life. Now. Like, I want him to hear this and be like, this is his question for next week. Let's let's think of something. Okay. Uh, how's it feel to be married? Uh-uh. No? That's too easy. Well, He's going to say, oh, it's wonderful. And then I'm going to have to hear that shit. Well, we don't know that for sure. He's he... going to get sappy. He'll probably cry. Well, the audience needs to know how sensitive he is. No, he's not sensitive. Anyway. He's just a big sissy. If you want to support us further, you can go to www.patreon.com slash pencilandpaperproductions to give a little money, receive exclusive benefits not available anywhere else, such as behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and early access content. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. Oh, is this where I say my name? Yeah, yeah, it is. I am Todd Stark. Join us again next time. Game of Thrones. Stark Family Rules. Until then, just I want to say one what? thing. About what? The, the, I, this, <laughs> I haven't talked to you all week. Okay, you've been dodging me. I've been no, I've been busy. So we just decided to talk in front of these microphones today, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But like, Jeremy, not gonna name his last name. Okay, we'll call him Jeremy Doe. Mm-hmm. Said he watched a leaked version of Game of Thrones. <sighs> I heard this from Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie knows everything. Yeah, he does. He can get the NES Classic. He can get the SNES Classic. He's on top of things. He is. Three things. But mm-hmm. he, what did he say about it? What did he say to you? He just he said he heard it from another person and said right. that they got to watch it. And this is not the type of person that's yeah overly excited. And I know and the person. Their, their arm hairs just like lifted talking about it and thinking about it. That person told me, he's like, I don't even cheer at sports. He said, but there was a moment in this where he jumped up and said, yeah, he was cheering. <laughs> like He literally did it right then. He said, it's by and far and away. The best episode of Game of Thrones he's ever watched. So, if any of you watch Game of Thrones, you'll know the scene we're talking about yeah. by the time you hear this. Yeah. Yeah, you'll hear it. Yeah. I so, hope it was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope it was good. We don't want to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, you remember that scene? Yeah, this is like last week tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's right. We're just talking about last week, <laughs> not <laughs> today. Yeah. We stop, on, we stop on Fridays. That's right. We did. Yeah. Uh, can I end the show now? Nah. Well, I was done? trying to think of a question for John. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. That's that's up to our community. Community, give us a John question. Okay, well, I want to ask him. I got one. I got it. I got it. George Clooney, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Michael Caine. Okay. Marry one, <laughs> screw one, <laughs> kill one. Go, John. Oh, God. There's his <laughs> question for next week. Jesus. As I said before, I'm Stephen White. This is Todd Stark. Thank you so much for joining us. Until then, game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.